need to get out of here. I need to get out of this place. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Ugh. There were some there were some epic Boston accents yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. It was I so. there's some good there's some good spots and some bad spots in yeah, this, this, this is, episode. So I think this is one that we can be uh justifiably critical about yes. but at the same time like it, you know it is what it is like you can have i guess too much of a good thing because i think they did try to fit in too many episodes in the first half of the season mm, i i think i think honestly you know well we'll talk we'll talk here in a oh. second <laughs> mm. we'll just get started we'll just jump right in okay I only I only took a half a flex roll because I didn't want to be crazy. You didn't want to be totally loopy yeah. on the podcast. Oh, no, no, I'm going to go hog wild after I'm done. Oh, good. I, I'm hoping. <laughs> but order order some takeout, pop a flex roll. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. We're going to cue the music. Hello and welcome to Talk Amongst Yourselves. As always, I'm Nora, and um, I think I'm still Kenween. <laughs> And this is Talk Amongst Ourselves, and we're talking about, of course, the final episode for 2016, uh, Saturday Night Live, hosted by Casey Affleck with musical guest Chance, the rapper. The ra- Chance the rapper. Yeah, so you have to say the whole thing. He's, he's not just Chance, and he's not just Chance the, the rapper. rapper. The Chance whole. the rapper. Yeah, I will say that. Well, we'll get to Chance. Right, in so. Oprah voice. Chance yeah. the rapper. <laughs> All right, so we'll start out with the cold open here, which, of course, Ooh. right off the bat, brilliant with Kellyanne. I'm that wig that they have on her. I think every week they just take out a few more hairs. I said <laughs> I actually put in my notes. I have it right here. Uh they're progress- progressively making the Kellyanne wig worse and Thank I you. love it. It's so good. It's so good and it, you know and Trump uh you know Alec Baldwin's Trump so good. He's and like, I yeah. love how he teases it on social media. Oh, that was so good. I'm not going to apologize. Well, and it's it's like it's and Tina Fey said it best. It's like, um, oh, you th- you just started like you, you just started a fight with the master of being a jerk. There's somebody who is the master of being oh, yeah. a jerk on Twitter online. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is the world's most professional online troll, Donald Trump. A hundred percent. He is no. She was talking about Alec. Uh, no, I'm well. She said, she's, she's like, oh, oh, that's who you're going to start a fight with? Yeah, and he's like, oh, you you want to play? Let's play. Oh, he's, I wouldn't take on Alec Baldwin, but, you know, Trump is the ultimate Twitter troll. I mean, he can't even spell the spelling mistakes. I I love how My they incorporated God. that into the, I love how they incorporated that into the cold open. He, he teased that. Unprecedented. His... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and. And Rick Perry, great, great, yeah. great, great. Saw him, on, saw him on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> so much energy. You know what? At the same time, I feel like I feel like they should have said he. I, I feel like maybe he offered it to like Jeb Bush and be like, "Just kidding, low energy. Never <laughs> offer it to you." That would have been great. I love the whole constant. Uh, am I being scrooged? Thing yeah, that, they scrooged. kept saying that scrooged. was great. I'm getting scrooged. I hate that. So scary. But, you know, of course, we have uh, Beck doing his best Vladimir Putin. I love how he just comes down the chimney. I got got an early Christmas present with shirtless Beck Bennett. What can I say? Oh, my goodness. And then, of course, John Goodman uh, coming in being Hmm. Rex Hmm. Stillers. That was so great. Yeah, but before that, that Elf on the Shelf spy doll. Oh, that was great. With, like, like, the Terminator eye cut out. (laughs) 
and you and we just place it here on the mantle next to your wi-fi <laughs> yeah and then and then yeah and i teased this to you i teased the cameo i yes. said it was a member of five the five timers club but not tom hanks yeah anywhere he was great Ooh. John Goodman was great. And he looks so good. Yeah. He looks so healthy. He looks great and right so now. so good. And it just made me so happy to see him. And he was perfect for this. Pootie? Pootie? You didn't tell me Pootie was going to be here. <laughs> how, yeah, how long and they have their take? whole secret, uh, you know, like handshake <laughs> shit. <laughs> how, did, how long do you think it took them to, like, get that down? Because that was, like. I don't know. But they damn. were probably both so excited about it. It probably went pretty fast. I think people are having so much fun with, I mean, this whole sketch was basically a total, like, preview of what it's going to be like in the White House for Donald Trump. He's going to oh, have no I, idea what's going like, on. Okay. Yeah, and then he's like, what, what, what's happening? What's oh, speaking, speaking of black and crude, I know Kanye. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that was like, like, the like, best and, and then we're going to take down Vanity Fair, right? Yeah, right. And that shows where his priorities yeah, are. Yeah, his priorities are on his reputation and not on... The fact that he's already started to destroy America from the inside out. And then we go to the monologue, which I thought was uh, relatively cute. It was like, okay. It was, yeah, it was it nice. Was cute. It, was nice. it was nice. And, you know, he did the whole joke about Alec and John. It's self-deprecating. Talking you know, about his beard. I have this beard and, yeah. for an animated movie. Um, his Duck Dynasty beard. I love that he called it a Duck Dynasty beard. Yeah. He also burned Ocean's 12. Yes, that was great. I love that because was great. that is a terrible movie. I know. And that was great. Vincent, Vincent Cassell, notwithstanding, yeah. that is a terrible movie. Well, my mom saw Manchester by the Sea, and she was laughing when he's talking about it. Like, please go see it. But it's the most depressing movie in the world. She's like, it really is. It's like the Debbie Downer of the year. It's supremely yeah. depressing. But it's supposed to be, I mean, but she said it's a really Oscar good movie. Baby. Oh, yeah. It's total Oscar bait. And then we have what I'm going to call one of the greatest digital shorts of all time. Oh, and wait, wait, wait. Well, what? we got to get into um, what that we do have the walk-ons from Goodman mm-hmm. and Baldwin during the monologue. Yeah. And uh, by the way, when I looked this up, I actually fact-checked this. Okay. Uh, hey, Washington Post, if you're hiring, um, <laughs> MSNBC, anybody? Um According to a Time Magazine article, remember when he said, oh, well, between us, we've hosted a total of 31 times. It's actually, that's not an exaggeration. It's actually 30 times, but that's not exaggerating. Wow. Well, you know, they've hosted a lot. uh, 16, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin has hosted, I I mean, I had to double check. I found it on Wikipedia and I was like, that can't be right. They have to be talking about walk-ons too. 16 times for Baldwin and 13 times for Goodwin and then one for Affleck. So a total of 30 times. There you go. That's pretty So that cool. wasn't, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't an exaggerated number. That yeah. was. Well, that I was knew Baldwin it. had hosted a bunch of times. So, and I didn't realize well, John didn't Goodman had hosted that 16. many times. No, That's well, he, uh, back in 90, I want to say 95, they made a big deal during his monologue and it was his seventh time hosted. hosted. Oh, right, right. That was. But I didn't know he had already hosted like an additional six times after that. So there you go. They love him as a host. I mean, he's so great. Obviously, he gets along with the cast very well, no matter who the cast is, because he just blends himself in. I think this might lead to uh, Goodman hosting in the spring because people obviously were very receptive to his presence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, then we got we to gotta talk about this Dunkin' Donuts oh, short. Oh, my God. This was fucking gold. My 
heart, my heart. I love. This, I, I, and actually, I, and I actually, I, and I was thinking the rest of the episode was going to be this good with Casey, and then I was like slightly disappointed with the rest of the episode mm-hmm. because this was fucking gold. He's so great, you know. He's like everything. I, 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 I fucking I, love I, Duncan Jones, guy. I fucking love Duncan Jones, guy. Um, <laughs> like I, I put in my notes, God, I heart this commercial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I love when he's standing in the doorway holding the cigarette out the door. That's my next note. That's my next (laughs) note. And guess what? When my parents used to have, you know, our small town Indiana, like they'd had their weekend, like upper middle class white bridge club. Right, right. With couples every weekend. There was one guy who smoked and he was a God, God rest his soul. And he would, he would take the, he would go to the sliding glass door Mm -hmm. and just open it a crack and just stick his head out and smoke. Just like that. I mean, I laughed so oh, hard. Like, when the guy, the manager's like, like, you can't smoke it. I'm not smoking in here. It's outside. And, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and and when he's using the app, he's like, whoa, free coffee, free and, coffee. And then he shows his screen. It's all cracked and, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> the details in this are just so great. Uh, and Vanilla Nut Taps. Tell, tell, and Mikey Day again. Know, as like his just, little assistant. Or like, yeah. is it, no, it's like or they're co- like work together. Or whatever. Like they're co-workers. He busts his ball. Yeah. It's the co-worker whose balls he busts literally. Yeah. Like um, every day. Yeah. Vanilla nut tips. Uh, <laughs> and, and at the end, <laughs> oh, the best part of my day is when I'm at Duncan. Is that sad? <laughs> when, he's, when he gets pissed off at fucking. Oh my God. I rewound that. And he that. just grabs okay. the coffee and throws it I all over his fucking windshield. That. Yeah. That yeah, was so it, real. Yes, it is. I like I rewound that like three times. And, you know, we finally got I, Dunkin' was... Donuts out here in California last year. But it's what? So, yeah, we have Dunkin' now. Like, look at my eyes. Like, look I know, see, but like... I, there's I don't there's not one. Cl- I'd have to find one close to me. The first one that opened in Southern California was in Santa Monica. Like, so God. I know we. Fu- oh I'm my God! You, there guys? were lines. There were like, lines. What? The lines were insane. People were like freaking the fuck out. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So we got one in Santa Barbara and we got one in Thousand Oaks. Those are the two closest places to me, but we don't have one in Ventura at all yet. So but we got a bunch a, of donut shops there, but I, oh, I, I love I to mean, go to I, Duncan. I, I grew up with it in Indiana right. and, um, and then in Chicago, especially like the, um, L stop mm-hmm. I took to work actually it had one in the, tr- like in down, the train station in, or whatever. Yeah. 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 So wow. like, well, yeah, now, now, now it's everywhere. Now it's finally made it to California. Has been, yeah, it has been essential in my life. And you were always the cool kid at school if you brought in, like... Some Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin and, a, like, the, a hot the, chocolate the donut holes. Oh, everybody loves fucking donut holes. Those things well, are magical. Well, Dunkin', no, Dunkin' Donuts makes the best donut well, holes. I'll have to go. Okay? I will have, I'll have to go and try it out, because I... I'm a connoisseur of donuts. That's why I am still uh, working on losing weight. Okay. And nobody can tell me otherwise. <laughs> well, you'll have to come in and try California Duncan and see if it holds up. If we haven't Californiaized well, I haven't it even yet. I have had real East Coast Duncan. So I don't mean it. I well, you know what? When I go to D.C., I will go and into a Duncan. Oh, I've bit. had I've had coffee from an, a D.C. Duncan. I'm talking oh, about okay. like New, New England, New England Duncan. Oh, I'm not going to make it up there on that trip. So. Yeah, I, you haven't had one from Boston yet? I've never been to Boston. I've never had a Boston cream donut in Boston. Me neither. All right, and then we're going to go from this sketch to the Microsoft Tech, tech Expo sketch. And Can this, I just say, Fred it's so Armisen. perfect. <laughs> why? Why is, he, why is he here and yet uh, Bill Hader can't show up to play Rick Perry? 
I, what? I don't know what's happening with Bill Hader. I don't know why he's so rejecting Saturday Night Live right now. I don't know what happened. Something happened. No, no. no I don't think he anything quit. happened. He quit, and now he has never been back. Yes, he has. He hosted. When? Oh, I missed that. So, you know. Oh, yeah. He, no, he he's hosted. But like, why can't he come just, back, though? I don't, what is he working well, on I, right I, now? He's, he's actually, I don't think he's ever made a cameo since he's left. Mm. Armisen loves to do that. And, you've, and also, he's... Seems like he's kind of back now doing uh, late night with Seth more often. Right. I thought Kate and Fred did a great job. Um, this 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 sketch was so uneven for me. Like Casey Affleck was all of us watching this sketch. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, like but my, you know what? My mom shouted out. She's like, "Why is it sexual at all? Like, uh, it's a robot that's supposed to be doing work. What does sex have to do with doing work in an office?" Well, and also last year they did the three the 3D printed man with Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And it was like, tell can you tell which one is a 3D printed man? And it was obviously like McConaughey being a robot. <laughs> like and it was it was so much better. Right. Like you're you're taking a similar premise and not executing it as well. Well, I did like the costuming on Beck and I yeah. thought that was really good with like the Barbie hair for whatever reason. Well, it reminded me. It reminded me of uh, the guy who played uh, Chevy Chase's dad on Community. He uh, wore a toupee made of ivory because that was the only way to uh, ensure follicular purity. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. Re- I'm binging Community, and it is giving me so much life. That's awesome. Um, and that's SNL tie-in, Chevy. Uh, even though apparently he made life hell for everybody who worked yeah. with him. I mean, I think this well, sketch was okay because it takes on some gay stereotypes and kind of blows them out of the water. But I mean, you know, like when they have him walk and then it's like so, you know. I and, mean, and political correctness too. Like yeah. and this is how you skewer, like this is how you mock political correctness. Yeah. Because, like, it gets to a point where it's almost more offensive to be that politically correct. I love, uh, and, and I thought Casey, but Casey did a fantastic job in this sketch. Oh, I'm yeah, he was say. good. He was good. And Keenan, and, and Keenan, once again, just his face acting. I put, so I, I, put, I, put, I put in my notes, Keenan reacts. Right. Lifetime Emmy for reacting. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then we go from that one to the Hollis Queen digital uh, short, which is of course this is their homage to run dmc but it's it's more than an homage all, i mean we actually no, well, have, we have DMC. dmc dmc shows up in the sketch but as soon and, as it started the second it started literally i was like it's a run dmc homage like oh I, as well, soon as i saw their outfits scenes, yeah. and their fucking the big ass rope chains i mean the costuming I was can, so perfect and leslie and jones when I she say, comes out is basically like salt and pepper I, yeah, but what did what did I say though? What did I say? I want a chance to be in it, like yeah. participate more. And they like they he was in this a he lot. Was in, he was in this show a lot. I appreciate it. He was great. Besides Bruno Mars, he's the only musical guest that's done anything in the show. Nobody uh, else. No, nobody no, else did anything. No, Ariana, Ariana did. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, they're, talking, they're, I'm talking about this season. I'm talking about this season. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was he fit. He was a natural. He, he was, was a natural. He was. And he was amazing. He, I cannot believe how much he looks like a young DMC. Oh, he totally does. He, That's why in the rap he's like he's talking about his dad. Pops. Yeah, his pops. And yeah. but I have to say, uh, when Leslie Jones came out with her tribute to Joe oh. Biden, I was like, this is this is you. Like 
I just was like, this is you. <laughs> Leslie Jones I just was possessed all over by you. Keyboard. And then you were rapping via Leslie Jones. Yes, I was. I, like, uh, <laughs> that's I mean, there are so many little Easter eggs in this short. You have to rewatch it a couple oh, yeah. of times. Uh, but uh, yeah, this, I actually tweeted when this happened. I said, Leslie Jones rapping about Joe Biden shows that we sometimes we can have nice things. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So it good. Was so so good. good. And so basically Jesus I, Jesus, I didn't know you were a Democrat. <laughs> no, Casey Jesus Affleck is Jesus. Jesus was, Jesus was a liberal. Yeah. Get on board. Yeah. Also. Yeah. I, I love when, <laughs> Wait, was it this sketch where they talk about perm Jesus? <laughs> Jesus. with <a> perm. Oh, <laughs> Yes, it was this sketch because they're talking about Obama now as a picture place on a wall next to Perm Jesus. Huh? <laughs> oh, God, it made me laugh. Okay, the next sketch, I'm, I I started right as soon as I saw the three people, I was like, oh, it's the abduction sketch. And then I had to like write next to it, Santa. So basically, these people were abducted by Santa Claus or in Kate's uh, case, Kringle Mouse. <laughs> Kringle Mouse, Yeah. <laughs> And I'm finally. This is. Like I missed a the second thing she called her. Recurring... Yeah, it's a recurring thing. But oh I was laughing yeah, it's all every... different. Nate, I have two of them her... written down, but I missed the second one because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> Which ones do you have? I have. I have got the cooter and the tutor and the grassy knoll grassy and the, and the and gassy gas hole. hole. <laughs> and the gassy hole. Did she say coot coot and poop shoot? Maybe. Maybe that's the second right. one I missed. But yeah, I mean. Kate just constantly talking about her her cooter and her tutor and uh, having her pants ripped off and then Kringle Mouse and, and the elf. <laughs> so guys, this is the other. This is a sketch that it's re- it's officially a recurring sketch now that um, where there are two people being interviewed usually by three, three. sort of academic board before it was like what the CIA or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And about their experience before it was alien abduction. This time it's Santa. <laughs> Two of them have it's 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 Cecily as a character, the male guest, and they both recount their experiences, which are amazing and beautiful. And then Kate McKinnon always has like with, some hellish with, experience with, no, with with her pants with acid wash jeans that button up to her bust line, and with her legs spread wide like someone's trying yeah. to drive a semi with the, into her vagina. With the cigarette, yeah. you know she's friends with Kathy Ann. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! If we had those two in a sketch together, stop, stop. You know they're friends if they're if not related. I would love to see a sketch with the two of them. Like just discussing the political things on today, the two of them talking about it would be the greatest thing of all time. And if you Kathy are listening, Ann, SNL Kathy writers, can't, yeah, Kathy Ann can't light her cigarette, Never. so she just takes Kate. Yeah. She just takes that uh, Colleen. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but yeah, and then she has a, a markedly different experience from the rest of them. Well, she's kidnapped by Kringle Mouse who makes her run like a dog on on the the dog powered side. And yeah. she's like, "If you think you can run as fast as a dog, you can't." And and, <laughs> and Kringle Mouse takes her to the reindeer stables and says, "You work. You work." <laughs> and she meets her new best friend. Yeah, the elf. The elf whose it name like is You want to say the Shart. name? Shart. <laughs> this, this bastard's name was Shart. Uh, so 
and the twist I liked okay and I will say it wasn't as good as the Ryan Gosling one no it really no. wasn't especially like and partially it was because nobody was breaking the same way they were before like 80 was close you could tell I love at the end though the twist is that you actually see Shart at the, the elf window. is like knocking on the door with a little she smells he smells like a hard-boiled egg. Yeah, so he must be close. If what am I gonna smell feed it, this thing? Smell it. <laughs> I would watch. I would watch a whole movie about this. I'm telling you right now, if the if the SNL writers or Cecily is listening, because you know Kate doesn't have any social media to contact her on. Um, please, 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 please Cecily, podcasts. write write that sketch. You and Kate sit down and write it with. Kathy Ann and this woman meeting up somewhere like, you know, behind the, the at the dumpster behind the, you know, fucking Circle no, K. Behind the Wendy's. Behind you know the what? Wendy's. No. <laughs> yeah, yes. Or behind the Circle K or something. Colleen, Colleen will smuggle Wendy's. There you go. <laughs> to Kathy Ann. <laughs> because, you know, she burns some bridges at Wendy's. <laughs> and I love, I love how... <laughs> How Colleen's telling her her, her story <laughs> and how bad it gets. And all of a sudden she goes, and I thought, damn it, Colleen, you're becoming your mother. <laughs> Which means we, okay, I hopefully there is an age appropriate or who cares? Just makeup, whatever. A female host. Next. Will play Colleen's mother? Yes. Yeah. I need to see that. That would be great. That would be, oh man. Okay, then Chance the Rapper comes out. And the only thing I want to say about this performance is I couldn't fucking hear him. His mic was, his mic was terrible, was, and I was turning yeah. up the volume, but I couldn't. It was just like, he was like, well, and I'm like, no, what I'm, is this? The, the, uh, his featured, and I should know her name, I'm sorry. Um, his backup singers were phenomenal. No, that's what I mean. Their mics were turned up higher. I know, and it was like bad micing. The second but time it came I out, it was I love how he was just dressed as like Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, basically, that's what he looks. He's he's, he's so petite, so... he's so tiny. He's he's adorable. But he, but he, no, you know what? He's actually you don't. He's actually like I think he's taller than I am, and he doesn't look like it Is at he? all. No, he looks petite. Yes, but he's not. He's actually like I think he's my height, maybe a little bit taller. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to honestly look that up. No, well, I saw that 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 picture. Oh, by the way, guys, I found out that Chance the Rapper, who is from Chicago, his dad actually used to work for Obama when he was Senator Barack Obama. A senator, and actually in the first year of his presidency as well. Yeah, his dad had high hopes that he would get into politics, and he's a rapper. So yeah, well, 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 and Obama, like when he was what, like thirteen or fourteen, he told, I was probably fourteen. He told Obama, he's like, oh. I'm going to be a rapper. And Obama was like, all right. <laughs> Look at that. Good luck. And, and he's doing he, it. Like, he's doing but it. But he has shown chance respect and, you know, and said, oh, yeah. good job. Oh, yeah. All right. And invited him back to the white house and everything. Why not? There's an old, if you Google chance, the rapper, Obama, you'll find an old picture of him when he was around that age when that happened. And that's what made me think, oh, he's actually a lot taller than I thought. And that was back when he was 14 or oh, something. Okay. So, well, I'll, I'll look at yeah. I mean, He just looked pretty on stage. He looked he, adorable. Like he's, he's just such a, he just exudes this like joy. You can have like this knowledge about the world, but still have this joy and innocence. And that's what I love about him. I'm sorry. He's a sweetheart. I, I know you do. Yeah. All right. Let's move forward here to weekend update. Um, I thought this was a good weekend update. It got a little flat at the end. It just like, I, I don't know, but it I started out really well. 
Well, this is what, okay, and this is a good time for me to bring up. I think there is such a thing as too much of a good thing in that you could tell they were, the writers and performers were getting, like, they were, they're they're ready for a break. Yeah. And I get it. I, I don't remember the last time they've done this many episodes. In I the don't first know, but half. I mean, I'm appreciative of all the extra episodes. Oh, I am too, but so. I can, you can tell there's fatigue there. Yeah, they're tired. And there were some and, good uh, jokes well, in here. There were some good jokes in here, but it was, but, and I'm just going to say, I mean, well, Jay, he said there's 37 people standing in the way of civil words. <laughs> Episode oh, two. Civil Wars episode two, <laughs> Revenge of the South. Yeah. I loved that. That was great. I, I think Che is really, Che is actually like doing, I think this focused more on him than it did Joe's. Yeah, he was very good. And then Joe's best joke to me was uh, Trump chose the Exxon CEO because he was three cents cheaper than the Chevron oh, CEO across the street. Across the street. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And, uh, or because of Hamilton, a black guy is getting recast as a white guy. Yeah, that was good too. And then when, um, and, but uh, my oh. favorite, my favorite, I'm sorry, my, no, no. Uh, um, and I will say, uh, Che and Jost, their the, how well Weekend Update came off a lot of times had to do with how well the show was coming off in yeah. general. Yeah. And I feel like they finally let that go and just are doing their own thing yeah. because good. this was strong. This was good. It was strong. It was tired at the end, but tired in a way that I'm like, guys, I get it. You worked your asses off. You guys need a break. Yeah. But this was a really good, solid uh, weekend update. And I feel like they, they are transcending whatever else. I thought is it going was solid, on. honestly, until Putin's best friends from childhood. from growing up. And it was it went on way too long. It was stupid. The just, best part was Vanessa's hat. Yeah. Vanessa's hat was awesome. But it just wasn't, this like, was not as good as when they were doing the other one. When it well, was... I did like that they did it with Che and not Jost, because that would have been easy in the typical one. Right. That showed a different side to Che, and yeah. that Che can really—he's not just a straight man; he can actually like part participate. Yeah, I yeah. just I just thought it went, it was just stupid. Like they weren't even yeah. saying like any. Okay, I'm glad you Super... thought that because I was yeah. worried. I was like, I was like, no, are, oh, I was are you excited be at first. I was excited yeah. at first to see them, but and was... then I was like, uh, okay. Like I was trying to laugh, but it just didn't happen. It was, it was dumb. Um, so now we have the next... Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh but uh, the my favorite joke, which actually he said, he was like, I can hear the keyboards going now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The logo for the Women's March on Washington. And he goes, and like a lot of feminism, the white women are at the front. I thought that was brilliant that and was perfect brilliant. and necessary because that's the problem with feminism is that it's not intersectional. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, as you know, I'm going to that march. Yeah, um, I was not surveyed in any way, shape, or form on the logo, you know. So oh, I don't, I I don't, don't know. Anybody, yeah, exactly. But I think that that logo is part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, but but his joke, his, it was a joke, and honestly, I think I think it was good and necessary. Like he he's like, oh, I'm waiting for the blowback. Okay, if you're gonna hate on him for that joke, that is another part of the problem. Yeah. So I loved it. I, I thought that was a brilliant observation. No, I thought it was great. It was, uh, you know, I hadn't seen the logo, so I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't either. Once I again, like... white people fucking it up. You know, we just <laughs> are really, 2016 has been the year that has proven white people should not be in charge of jack shit. We're fucking shit up. You need to watch uh, this old, not old, it was like two years ago. Uh, Michael O'Brien and somebody else, uh, who used to be a cast member and a writer. He was the one who did like the white Jay-Z 
mm. short digital short. He's done a lot of the best digital shorts. He did this one about whites, about white people, about oh, we're trying to we're trying we're trying to hold on to it best we can. <laughs> and it hold was, on it to was our sad. power. It was, no, but it was but it was like it's supposed to be like a feel good commercial. Yeah. And it was uh, set to Trains, Hey Soul Sister. Oh, God. Which is like, I'm sorry. Yes. You know what? Yeah, I fit the stereotype because I secretly love Train. Not that song necessarily, but I love are Train. You a secret, are you a secret Train yes, person? Yes, that is no. one of those. Yes, yes. Beck Bennett and Train are my secret white shame. <laughs> Why is Beck Bennett shameful? I don't know. It just seems like I should think he's a douchebag, but he does it for me. I don't get it, but whatever. I love you. Anyways. You're so funny. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to tell Mikey that you're cheating on him. I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Talking about it. You shouldn't be embarrassed. This is a safe space and I'm still embarrassed about it. I know. God. I'm not judging. What would I say? Ew. Beck Bennett. Disgusting. I'm judging myself. I know. Stop that. Don't judge yourself for liking Beck Bennett. He's a cutie patootie. All right. The next sketch is the New York Now, whatever, morning segment. Yeah. And this, this one was, was super. I just said, I, I wrote down the people's names because I thought it was going to go something really funny because Sashir's in this oh. for two seconds. Her name is Sarah Hors, and then uh, Vanessa is Jen Jen Binks. Which I, I was did like, love okay. the Star Wars reference. Right. I loved that. Yeah, the that Jen was Jen Binks. And then I was like, okay, where's this going? And then they had, uh, you know, this is Silent Night, Hilarious Night. And then the poster that they put up, my mom started cackling. And I thought, oh, this is going to be fucking hilarious. And then it just wasn't. It was just like, I felt like these were three sad old people who think they're funny and doing all this stuff with like the, you know, the it, eyeball it was, glasses. And the, it was like, I felt like these people should be in a retirement home. This is how terrible the jokes It are. was low energy. I was just like, okay, can like, I feel like they could have been really weird with it. Yeah. And they didn't go there. No, they didn't they go did weird not, They did not turn it up to 11. No, they didn't. It just fell flat. I mean, the jokes are flat. And then when Mikey Day comes in, he is like, mom, I want to talk to you about sex and drugs. And she's like, I can't right now. I'm doing my pageant thing. It's like, what? Like, okay. It was, yeah, it was like a bad casserole of a sketch. Yeah, it was not good. I, I did not enjoy it at all. It does, and it, you know what? Uh, after watching this episode, it really also is, in hindsight, it makes you realize how much John Cena really carried he last week. Good. He carried last week on his Thank back. You. And, and I'm not even talking about like that. I think Casey Affleck was good. He was okay. I just think... No, I think he was good with what he was given. He just wasn't given This much. episode to me was so like, meh, meh, like that. That's just, like, I mean, after like the last John, episode John, of the John, year, they, could have, they okay. should have really punched it up. Well, Casey Affleck served the material. Uh, John Cena elevated the material. Yeah, but I'm I just think saying, if you different. look at Casey in that digital short for Duncan versus like this sketch, Oh my God. It's night and day. It's night and day. Okay, hey, you know what? You know what? Why not have your boy Jimmy Fallon come back and do exactly. Boston Teens? Right? Why not? And then um, the next digital short, this is the other highlight of the show where we have Hillary actually. Oh, boy. This, this was, was great. This was I'll be fantastic. honest. I was really tired and had a few a few wines when I watched this. But <laughs> I wines. like, I, I, I. Is that I multiple teared. bottles or glasses? <laughs> glasses. <laughs> Servings. I okay. Serving size. <laughs> when you say multiple wines, I'm thinking, Jesus, how many bottles are you downing in one night, woman? 
Um, but I I got teary eyed the first time I watched this. Oh, who, it, it was beautiful. It was great. It was. It was. She, like, it was so sweet, and I loved. I loved first, Kate McKinnon. Then I Kate McKinnon took a quick uh, Keenan Thompson class of acting with your face because that's all she does in the sketch. Is like you know, with the cue card. Oh, and her, face the, her her face was she fabulous. He cray. He cray. He cray. Like, I'll... and then she has the accordion, which, uh, accordion, uh, yeah, the card that list. she drops down all the reasons why, which, yeah, which because these are the things I do. I took screenshots, yeah, I took screenshots and uh, of that really long 16. Well, uh, how many, points were, on, uh, how many three, points were on it? Okay, there was one, th- there were two that got their own cue cards, and right. then points. Three through sixteen were on a big accordion. accordion. Yeah. So this is the, this is the iconic uh, love actually scene, which in hindsight is really Super not holding. And bad. Yes, yes, really not holding up well. Uh, with uh, Kira Knightley and The Walking Dead's Andrew Lincoln, where he's in love with Kira. her, yeah. who is married to his best friend, played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. Seriously, this is like. Like the talent in that movie, like oh, the movie as a whole, as an idea, like that. Not just the A listers, yeah. Not just the A listers, but those who would become A listers, yeah. It's crazy. It's a great. It's uh, one of my mom's favorites. She watches it over and over. I do too, and I I, like it. But yeah, well, and I no, I would recommend going to Bajiva. Uh, dot com. They're actually uh, doing a uh, one of their uh, writers is actually doing a project where every single day, like it's like advent calendar, but with love. Actually, she's watching the movie every day for 25 days oh my and God. writing a different take on the movie every single day. That's crazy. That, you have to do it just out of respect for like, thank you for your service. <laughs> um, and she's convinced that like it's filled with evil sex robots, and I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, anyways, she is. It turns out the twist is that she's coming to talk to somebody who is an elector. Right. She never speaks out loud. She just has her cue cards saying, trying to just make her case. She gives. Uh, she's like, I know you're supposed to vote for Donald Trump, but Bish, he cray. He cray. <laughs> which is actually on the cue cards yeah she has uh 16 points to make which are he's number one like he's refusing security briefings he's already provoked the chinese his entire cabinet is anti-gay anti-environment and anti-woman he has attacked a union leader on twitter he has business conflicts all over the world he knew russia was involved in the hacking the election he won't acknowledge Aleppo, Aleppo, but tweets about Saturday Night Live. His daughter sits in on meetings with foreign leaders. His Secretary of State received the Order of Friendship from Russia. His Secretary of Education is anti-public schools. His Vice President believes in conversion therapy. More than a dozen women have accused him of sexual assault. He wants to leave NATO. He wants to repeal Obamacare. He doesn't know how government works. And finally, he met with Kanye West this week. <laughs> Which is probably the most disqualifying point. So this is this is to underscore that this is a you know the sketch is brilliant and it's funny and it works, but it's also like this list shows it's making a very fucking serious point. Yeah, no, it's, but yeah, and then the twist, and I love because it, it was it mocked Hillary a little bit too. 
Well, yeah. not a little bit, a lot of it. About how afterwards, and she goes also with the cue cards, you was smart. You was, you was kind, kind. You was important. You was important. Is that this movie? No. <laughs> I have never watched a movie. <laughs> I... Uh, it was, it was great. I mean, this this digital short and the Duncan for me made me keep going in this episode, essentially. It gave me life at each point here. Because this last sketch... Oh, sorry. Then Chance the Rapper comes out again. And with the second, pianist. With the pianist. And he was playing piano first, which I yes, liked. That, I, I loved it all. I'm well, like, I could I... hear him this time, so it was much better than the first performance for me. And I liked it. I like how he... Like, you know, is like a conductor for his whole yeah. band and he's like super into it. I like this song. I, I you know, I thought this song I, was better than the last one, mostly because I, I could in, hear it. Yeah, I want him in next season of Mozart in the Jungle. It could be cool. That could be cool. Yeah. Hey, could then, be cool. One, of the, one of the characters introduced in the season finale is actually from Chicago. So, oh, hey. There you go. And then this last sketch, um, <laughs> Mrs. Claus Christmas Feast. Why with these, is it with these naughty elves? It's like I don't know what the obsession is with this like elf that's into BDSM, and they're like you know. And to do that with Casey Affleck, that's like brass balls right there. That's pretty brassy. Considering he's he's had to settle for some sexual harassment cases out of court, and Ryan Gosling actually did this as well. Yeah. So they they basically almost like recycled a they recycled two sketches. But let me just say Ryan Gosling was way better. No, three. They did three almost because yeah, the abduction sketch, this one. The one the one we're going to talk about next yeah. reminded me a lot of that bar sketch that they did with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. So then this I mean for me it just was like why are these elves so weird? I mean, whatever. They want to be spanked, great. They want Hershey's kisses shoved up their butts. Okay. And then, you know, 80 is Mrs. Claus is just like, oh, you're just I'm so just... randy. I thought they, I thought they were going to push it. And I thought when Santa came in, he was going to start doing shit to them. And well, then like, I was like, like okay. 50 shades of uh, like mistletoe. Like, I don't know. It was what? weird. I don't, I, I don't know. The, the only thing that's even close to entertaining in this sketch is Keenan. Yeah. Because of his face. Because he acts with his face. And, and he was just, adorable. Yeah, I, this seems like almost like the head head writers are like kind of letting in some of the old stuff. It's like, okay, we'll give you a solid. It's Christmas time. Yeah. I know you love this dumb sketch, so you can do it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, and then the final sketch Ugh. is this bar sketch, Frankie's Ale House. And it started out sketch, it started so. out so good when, you know, the beginning of it was strong and then it just like why are all these people talking like this? Like where are they supposed to be from? Or or why? it's like, you know because everyone's like, like oh god i don't know i shouldn't say this right now but you know i feel like i'm in a special moment with you and i just want to tell you you're like an angel from heaven and then it's like the next person talks like that and i'm like i don't I really understand what's happening and it, I, yeah and uh none of it is again this feels like convoluted as an excuse for everybody to have a bad east coast accent yeah pretty much. um and Kyle, when he when he straightens his hands out, I just want to say to Kyle, stop making all your fingers double jointed because it's creepy looking, and I don't want to oh, look no, at no, that. No, no, no. I, my notes for this sketch were Kyle Mooney, stop it, right? I'm sorry, it's creepy and gross. I don't want to see that. No, every no, no, time. no, 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 all of it, all of it, not even his hands, just all of it. Kyle Mooney, stop it. <laughs> I love you, Kyle Mooney. You've been so funny in the past, but this sketch, I just went, stop it, Kyle Mooney. No, it was stop awful. It. it was awful. 
I think I actually said that out loud at one point when I was watching it. Did I went, you? stop it. Stop it. I became Keenan, the bartender from this Sheila Sauvage sketch. Oh, see, and then when Keenan came out and did it, I just got sad. It just made me sad because then I was like, why? You know what? It, it felt like a bad ripoff of, remember those uh, sketches they did with both uh, Jim Carrey and Christopher Walken, where it was like the Walken family reunion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where everybody talked like him. And then they had like a Jim Carrey where he went back to his home- hometown and it was discovered that everybody talks exactly like Ace Ventura in the mask. Oh, my. <laughs> so have you ever seen that one? No. Oh, well, I saw the Christopher Walken thing. Yeah, the Jim Carrey one. You need to look that up. No, I've seen that. That was great. Everybody's no, the doing... Jim Carrey one? Where everybody. Oh, no. Well, which one? You oh, need to look that yeah, Oh, the Ace Ventura watch. thing? No, I didn't see that one. No, like where everybody talks like Jim Carrey. It was it was from one of the more recent times he hosted. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll check that out. It just, especially with with. Casey Affleck's energy, he would have been money for a Sheila Sauvage sketch. Right? He would have been great. He would have Money. Been great. I don't care if they just did it like a month ago. He yeah. would have been perp. His energy, his timing, his... And I think he would be willing to get that extreme. Yeah. Like, I... If you're going to oh, do I'm a sure farce, he would have, I would, he, he would totally make out with Kate McKinnon in a disgusting manner. So it, like, I don't think. Oh, he and he's got that. gross beard. I know. I uh, mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Like she, she could talk about like flossing the spam out of her teeth on his, like on his beard. Yeah. On, on his uh, grass, you know, his grassy knoll. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know this is, I, it was just disappointing to end the show like this. The good nights were good. And of course we had extra long credits for the good nights because they're showing off everybody because it's the last episode of 2016. Right. So that was nice to get to see like a little extended view of the cast. I'm feeling a little sad for Melissa right now, to be honest, because the only thing she was in was the Duncan sketch. And then she was out there for the good nights. And I feel like I don't know what happened at the beginning of the season. She was like a f- in the forefront. And you then know all what? of a sudden That's- she's just like a, a wallflower in the background. Yeah, but think about it. Um the cold open had actually only ha- featured uh, one cast member. Two. Who was the other cast member? Uh, Cecily. Was she Cecil- Cecily and Beck? What did they do in the cold open? Uh, Vladimir and uh, Melania. Oh right, 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 right. Uh, so I think we're in a situation. I, I forgot that- Beck Bennett was in the cast because his Putin is so good. I was like, who else was up there? Oh, you know what? I showed it to a friend of my mom's and she was like, oh my God, she, he really does look like him. He does. It's kind of gross. Um, it's kind of uh, scary. Yeah. So you wonder why I'm like struggling with my. Because you're sexually Beck attracted Bennett. to Putin. <laughs> no. You want to ride that horse with him? <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, okay. I. <laughs> Closed up shop forever <laughs> now. Forever. We just put a dam on it. We just put a dam down there. It's, mm-hmm. it's closed up. For anybody ever. Again. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just, I, like, I think with everything politically that's going on right now, this isn't a typical, this is really probably pretty hard, especially for a woman to have a first season on SNL and Mikey day. I don't even really count as it being his first season because, well, he's been a writer. He also has the screen time from Maya and Marty. Yeah. So, but he's, I mean, I'm just saying he's such a breakout star this season. And I felt like that was going to happen for her. in the first two episodes, I was thinking, wow, but I'm saying he doesn't feel like a first year because he had that warm up. 
I think Maya he'll move Mark. From, I think he'll move from featured player next season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't realize that Sashir had also moved yeah. into regular cast member, and that made me happy. I don't feel like she's having a Radnitsky type of year. No, she's not. Um, but I just, I just made me sad that I'm not seeing her as much. When she's on, she's very funny. And yeah, her characters yeah. nail it. But I would like to see her more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just more. But but you know what? That's that's good because Radnitsky, when we saw him, we were always like, and it, it was wasn't just us. Like a lot every of people, time. A lot of people were like, always like, why are you here? And with Melissa, it's more like, oh, you're here. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. You know, good to see you. Yeah. That And that's promising. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully they give her that room. I hope so. And Saturday Night Live. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Uh, Kate uh, gave a recent interview about like her enthusiasm and how she approaches each season, and even though this is her sixth season. Right. Um, but it sounds like she ha- she just she feels like it's her first again. Like, oh, that's good. She, uh, her enthusiasm is like one hundred and ten percent. So I don't fucking she, amazing. I don't. So. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna be going anywhere. No, no, anytime. no. No, I hope and not. I miss. You know what? I miss. I miss Taryn. I do too. I don't. I so it's it's sad. I miss like her. like Lauren. Lauren fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You done. You done fucked up. That was stupid and weird, and I don't understand it. But he's gonna be in Hamilton, so he's gonna be all right. I'm so. <laughs> I actually listened to "You'll Be Back" like four times that day when I heard. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Taryn Killam is going to be the next uh, King George. On Hamilton. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. On Broadway, so... He's doing all right. He's doing uh, yeah. all right. And so Saturday Night Live will be back from hiatus on the 14th of January with host Felicity Jones and musical guest Sturgill Simpson. Uh, and Felicity Jones, as hopefully all of you know, is the star uh, playing Jen Erso in Rogue One. Yes, and also uh, starring in a movie that's coming out closer to Christmas here, a, a Mo- When a Monster Calls. So she's got two movies out at the end of the year where she's going to probably get, I'm going to say, nominated for A Monster Calls and uh, a huge fandom for Rogue One. Because, already, already yeah, has it. She she's very good it. in Rogue One. I enjoyed it very much. I have not seen the other film yet because it's not out for me yet. Uh, but, but she, it, And she got a lot of acclaim for uh, doing, uh, she played uh, Stephen Hawking's uh, yes. wife. In she was the, nominated the, yeah, for that. Everything. She's yes. nominated for Academy Award for that. So she's a I, I'm she's a fantastic fantastic actress. I'm so glad she did her role in Rogue One, and she's going to get a lot of um, infamy for that. It was very good. Uh, and that's it for this episode. So so we yeah this is this is it for our SNL episodes. But you think we're going anywhere? Oh no, <laughs> we are no. not. During the SNL hiatus, we will be discussing Westworld. And we are hoping to get some suggestions from you guys if there's any other shows that you would like us to check out. Colleen maybe all sp- talked out about Black Mirror. I don't know. She did that for no, like 45 hours I will, I on will, another podcast. I will never be talked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I gave the Blokebusters their first two-part podcast. Yeah, basically, at Blokebusters, you can check out Colleen. She was talking about Black Mirror so long, they had to make it two episodes on, yeah, their, uh, on their podcast. Friends, friends, friends of the podcast yes. and... and- outside of the podcast uh uh paul and brian on uh the blokebusters podcast please look it up it's oh, a great podcast they're fabulous they're fabulous we but we've both been guests multiple times and, and if, it's and been if you're a missing joy. us that much or you want more of us you can also find us both on soiled restroom cinema where we 
talk about terrible, terrible, terrible movies. Um, like so terrible, you have to whisper. Yeah, it's that terrible. I don't want people to know we actually watched some of these films because um, they're that bad. <laughs> and also, I mean, as usual, you can find us on Twitter at tao underscore podcast or onegirlrevolution.net. I hope. And that- yeah, this wraps up SNL for the year. Uh, it was a good year. I'm excited. Year. I'm still excited. Even yeah. though this episode was the low point for me of the year, I'm still excited because of the highlights in this show. There were plenty of exactly. like, very bright spots that keep my exactly. hope alive. But, uh, you know, when they go low, we get high. Um, <laughs> but no, the, the low points of this season were probably considered, I would say, last year and the year before. Those would have been considered the more solid, like, like they would have been considered solid episodes. Yeah. So I think we are being spoiled by some high caliber writing and writing that is really bringing out the best in these performers. So I'm excited to see what the year, the new year has to come. I'm just excited for 2017 period. I just, uh, if we're still here, let's get it started. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's get it started. (laughs) We'll we'll see you with the next episode where we'll be talking about Westworld. Bye bye. All right. Bye.